0: and we are live hey everybody and welcome to episode 53 of the multiverse show thank you everybody for showing up tonight and it is going to be a blast uh, before i forget and thank you mike for reminding me if you are interested in joining our discord chat you guys can go and check that out link in the description below and you guys can go join our discord chat and talk with the rest of the inner circle we got a very good panel laid out for today some really good topics but real quick, uh, who just snuck into the room here. I uh, will start with my original co-host, Fame Entertainment.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? I extremely apologize if I sound a little bit He's a vow of bad.
2: silence until a game he loves is actually coming out.
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> can you guys even hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Oh, awesome. Yeah, if I sound weird, I apologize. I'm actually on the road, actually headed home, so... I do apologize for not really being on time, or really being prompt in today's podcast. I did want to make sure I poke my head in here to let you know you guys are listening to the greatest show on a Monday. Thank you guys for joining the Multiverse show. It's going to be one hell of a show. You got one hell of a panel today, and you guys are really going to enjoy what we are bringing to you on this glorious Monday.
0: All right. We got my other co-host from the original. Uh, we got Undead. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be back on the podcast
3: on a Monday. I'm kind of asleep right now, so hopefully I'll wake up some point.
0: <laughs> and we got our other, uh, no longer SoundMaster General, unfortunately, James.
2: Yes, the Prometheus apologizer himself. <laughs> i'm one of the i'm one of the fair fair few people that actually really liked prometheus but there you go yes at james underscore s wilson come talk to me about films radiohead and why what remains of edith finch might be the game of the year
0: all right all right and we got our other co-host mike
4: all right guys it's mike from the inner circle at ticgn.com thank you guys once again for tuning in to another fine episode of the multiverse show the show on Monday nights that's so
0: good it will ensure that all other Monday night podcasts are deleted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my gosh. And I'm so proud to finally announce our guest for the evening, Stevie Richards.
5: Let's see if I have a 30-second blip of my own. Uh, Well, I guess I'll follow my Twitter uh, bio where it says I'm a uh, fitness fanatic. Cowboy, I got. Yeah, I can't really do the emoji though over over audio. But fitness, fitness fanatic, cat lover, conspiracy theorist. No, yeah, I'm a, I'm a wrestler too. How's that?
0: All right, man. I'm so excited. We got a lot of great topics to cover tonight. Uh, but first off, we had some breaking news just an hour ago. Microsoft has announced that uh, the much-anticipated Phantom Dust is actually going to be free starting
1: tomorrow. I would say i call this yep yeah i said 15 of free so i had <laughs> so i had to get one of them right so i'm happy it was free i mean i saw this coming i mean the fact that they didn't have the assets to go in and and update the textures and things like that they pretty much all give us was a it's pretty much a port Uh it's a re-release so they're not going to charge the people so i figured it would be free and I mean, I'm two for two, I guess, when it comes to my bold prediction. So I'm happy about this. Uh, I was going to get it, regardless if I have to pay for it or not. But I am super excited about that.
3: See, Fame's excited for it. The game will be canceled by
1: midnight tonight.
3: I was. I'm surprised it's even coming out now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, don't do me like that.
0: (laughs) All right, all right. So going into some of our topics for the evening, uh, we we have an opportunity here we have stevie richards on the show we had we had to ask a couple of questions first like that just that just had to happen i believe mike has the first question for the evening so stevie if you could start
4: out by just telling everybody um how you've got how you got into wrestling and what your overall career trajectory in wrestling has been up until this point
5: well I, uh, I I lived in Philadelphia I was born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and I basically just no second generation no third generation I just basically decided to go to a wrestling school in mid 1991 and be a wrestler and learn everything the hard hard way over 26 years and uh, you know I've been I've been just about everywhere I've been really lucky really blessed to to wrestle in every major company on this continent as well as others, uh, still wrestle today. I wrestle with Wildcat Wrestling. I'm their heavyweight champion, so we just had a show on May 6th. Now we're going to go into the Philadelphia uh, in the ECW Arena on June 10th, so there's a lot of exciting things. I'm still wrestling for, like I was just in Nashville Saturday night. I'm going to wrestle somewhere in a couple weeks, then Philadelphia, then back to New Orleans, so I stay pretty busy with that. But as you guys have discovered, I have other outside interests which kind of fill in my time much more now than ever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that kind of goes into the next question we had for you. I'm just, uh, okay, so I was personally extremely surprised. You have a YouTube tech channel.
5: I do. I have almost uh, a thousand videos. I I deleted a lot of them because they were just kind of the content wasn't quite what I wanted to put up there and it just was weird. You know, the bad stuff is still up there from the early days, so everybody can go check that out. But, you know, I, I started in January 2007, and actually it was funny because that was the, um, it was before the infancy of social media and WWE when it was WWF, actually. I mean, it was WWE when I left. And, uh, it, you know, I wanted to have a creative outlet because I wasn't quite getting one there. And they were trying to do a bunch of stuff on wwe.com where guys could do outside interests you know kind of what exactly what they're doing right now they were trying to really promote do that around uh 2006 2007 and you know the vision they had for the way they wanted me to present myself on on camera and and through these tech reviews that i was going to do was quite frankly not what I wanted to do. So in January 2007, probably probably a reason why you didn't know about it is I started it under my real name, Michael Manna, for the longest time and just recently rebranded it just to stop the confusion of people saying, well, Stevie Richards is this guy and Michael Manna's is this guy, and just have it all kind of uh, converged. And, but it was good because a lot of people to this day who I work with, these tech companies, still don't know that I wrestle they have no clue and they still send me products. I still review them. I still give them feedback and they have no clue that I've been doing this other thing for 26 years. Wow. Well, I wanted to, to, I didn't want to use the wrestling as a crutch. I wanted to, to see if my content and the way I presented it and, and the job that I did reviewing products was good enough to either warrant uh, working relationships for free products or or not i didn't want people to just do it as a novelty to give the wrestler uh, a tech item to, re- to, to review
2: hmm. well we know you we, we know you're a tech guy and you just said yourself that companies send you stuff for free um what kind of games do you play in your time and what games do you want to be sent for free
5: well, not too many games get sent. A lot of indie developers will give me codes for Steam and stuff like that. And I haven't, uh, the last one I played on that was actually one of my favorite uh, games, uh, Faster Than Light. I don't know if you guys ever played mm. that game. It's an, uh, it's an amazing game. I'm a huge Trekker, trekker not Trekkie. I'm into Star Trek and Next Generation and everything present day with the Star Trek universe. But the game I play just about every day is probably Madden. So I'm a I'm a huge sports fan, I'm a huge football fan. Playing Madden is is great. And to be able to play head to head with somebody online is also really cool because it's not ever the same game twice. So it's it's pretty interesting. But I like I like shooters, I like role playing games, I like it's just sometimes I don't have the time to invest in doing those things. So it makes absolutely no sense that now I want to buy a flight yoke and all this equipment to to go back into the flight sim world because that eats <laughs> up more time than any RPG that I know.
0: Yeah man. I was I am not really big into flight simulators. I think uh, the, the closest thing I really got into was Elite Dangerous, which is more of like a, a space sim, really.
5: Yeah, you but, sent me that on DM. I stopped to check it out.
0: Oh uh, it's it's phew. It is crazy. Like it requires a lot of investment, though, in terms of getting used to like the, the control stuff, like landing on planets as opposed to landing in stations, and it, it's a totally different deal.
5: <laughs> Can you use hardware with it? Can you use like a side oh, tech controller? Or I've
0: seen people use it. Yeah. Oh, that might that be interesting. Because
5: really I, I was trying X Plane Eleven out in I was trying to use the mouse and the keyboard, and I was just in a, in a continuous, like, I don't even know what the, the degree was. I was in some yeah. kind of turn, and I was just crash right into the tower trying to land. I don't think that's what necessarily is the object of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know uh, I know a lot of people, there's a really, really good accessory support on PC. I, I play on Xbox, but I know PC has a lot more support. Yeah, the that's the
5: funny thing. I've been waiting for Microsoft Flight Simulator to come out for Xbox One. And, and there's no peripheral or there's not a game out there where they would make tons of money if they did that, in my opinion, because the flights and community, from what I've seen, they're more ravenous than, you know, any role playing game people, any sports people, they'll they'll pay money that, to, to get their fix on the game.
2: Do you think they end up paying more money for flight simulators than they could for like flight lessons?
5: yeah absolutely Well, they do both so there you go you double it a lot of these people do that but yeah I know people that have thousand or two thousand dollar setups they they set up an entire they they actually have a hood on the desk there where they simulate and they they put a projector into the into where the cutout is to make it look like three monitors you you guys have seen all this stuff these oh, yeah. people are I don't know if I'm ready for that but
2: these people are pretty crazy
4: yeah perfect oh. time Perfect time to bring that back would be when Microsoft drops that new VR headset this year.
2: I was thinking the same thing.
5: That probably would be. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, now they're doing mixed reality first before they release the the full hollow the Hololens technology. Correct? They're going mixed.
0: I yeah, believe. they're doing the, the Hololens one is the mixed reality one, but then there's the they I think they're working with Dell. I want to say it's Dell on the the headset. You
2: Not could Pop- say that Intel is inside. <laughs> You better watch him
0: right now, Master General. But uh-huh. making bad jokes
2: now. But
5: <laughs> you can wait till the wait till the VR sex uh, video games come out to say the inside joke. You can bring that back, dude.
2: <laughs> Actually, just, just you know what? Just very quickly, because I, 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 I was I went to um a bunch I go do a bunch of different stuff in the London game scene, which is really fun. And someone gave me a thing is like just just do it. It's fine. And it was a bit of VR porn. Oh my God. and the problem is it doesn't the headset doesn't track your eyes so you have to constantly be looking up at women or men or whatever you're into though so it looks like everyone's a giant and it's not it's not pleasant
3: yeah i, we saw, talking, I saw that we uh, porn I, was gonna say, I saw Pornhub's now supporting oculus riff and uh the other vr headset as well i was kind of like um interesting <laughs>
5: Money's money. That's what I said about going back. Well, I'll try to swing it away from porn for about three seconds, if you don't mind. But uh, please, yeah, please that's, help that's, us. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I got you covered. Don't worry. Uh, but I was going to say that's why Microsoft with the flight simulator they already have the built-in. They already know. Maybe Project Scorpio. Maybe the, Maybe the um the specs right now for all this scenery, all the planes, all the the physics, and all that stuff. Maybe the Xbox One can't handle it, but Scorpio could. Uh, more than more than likely. So maybe maybe we'll see that come out.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Hey, we'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, briefly, because I know, I know a couple of you guys wanted to talk about this. Wars of Horizon 3 had the Hot Wheels DLC. This is some of the craziest thing. I never thought I'd see it again. Uh, the last time I played anything remotely Hot Wheels was back in probably 2003, I want to say, which was uh, like the Hot Wheels action racing or something. But apparently Microsoft's done this deal with, with Hot Wheels, and so they've done this whole DLC with these giant Hot Wheels tracks, and you're driving real cars going full speed <laughs> on these giant tracks. It, it's pretty crazy. Who else has got it here? I got it. Man, it. It's great. I have to honestly say,
4: as far as a racing game is concerned, this is probably the best DLC I've ever played. Just because it's it's so outlandish, but it works, and the, the tracks, it's actually more skill-based, I think, than the base game. Because a lot of the turns are sharper than you think, and there's still gravity involved, so maintaining your speed is important. It, it, it's, it's absolutely great. I was pissed off with what um, Playground Games did as far as the DLC, where they didn't bundle the expansion pass with the Ultimate Edition. But honestly, these two DLCs have been so good, I actually kind of forgive them
3: for it. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't you, Nick, You playing it?
3: No, <laughs> I I don't even have Forza Horizon three. So, oh, man, it,
5: I it, think I might get it after seeing this. I'm looking at it online right now. I, yeah, I think I don't have the game either, but this would make it worth it.
0: Yeah, it it's crazy. I think they're doing a deal with it. I think it's like uh, you get the game and the the expansion for like I um, was like sixty bucks, seventy bucks. I don't remember. Um, but it it was something like yeah, that. I could movie. go for that. <laughs> Yeah, it, there's something, it, it's pretty fun. It, it's really kind of tempting. Like, it's so See, cool. they, bu-
3: they bundled it the week, the day it came out. They had the Ultimate Edition bundle with the Hot Wheels DLC and everything, but it still was like $105. I was like, yeah.
0: I feel like we got to always put a, ca- like a little caveat behind is like Canadian. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> that. <though. laughs> yeah, we I feel like we got to throw that out every single time but yeah it's it, it's a blast it's a lot of fun uh i've really enjoyed it personally um and like i said i'm not i'm not even that big of a racer guy but this has got me back into it really it, it's it's crazy like it, it just it really is amazing
2: mike it was your game of the year last year wasn't it
4: forza horizon 3 was my 2016 game of the year indeed it was and i'm this, like
2: a, and this i'm like before a, you played hot firewatch though
4: <laughs> this, is, this was but this was pre Firewatch. Yes, if I had a chance to do twenty sixteen over again, I probably would have given it to Firewatch.
0: To be honest, but all right. Anyway, moving right along, let's talk about Madden for a bit. All right, so with Madden NFL eighteen, they've announced the new uh, the new cover athlete. And it's Tom Brady, <laughs> and so I think I think the question comes up: Will he? overcome the one constant in video game law the madden curse nope poop- baba acl, <laughs> ACL. Hmm. but that's that's the one thing is everybody has been susceptible to the curse everyone it has been insane it just what do you guys think you think he's gonna fall for it or is he gonna is he gonna break that record too
2: at this time, I, I, I would like to say I have absolutely no opinion. I've never played a Madden game. The sport does not interest me because I just don't – it's not my culture. Um, so I'm going to take a back seat and let you lot take this one.
4: I mean, I mean, Gronk, he got hit by the curse pretty bad last year. Um, I mean, I'm excited that Brady's on the cover. I mean, it's only fitting to have the greatest quarterback to ever play the game on the cover. But if he gets hit with the curse or not, he's still the greatest
0: quarterback ever to play the game. So – I don't know. He's got to prove it to me with that <laughs> the, breaking the curse. But, uh, I, I I don't know. Like personally,
3: after the way the Super Bowl went last year, Brady could start this season off and break both his legs in the preseason, and he'll still go down. It's the best of all time, probably with the worst career ending of all time. But right, that's it's still. I I don't think it's anything he has to worry about. And really, if he has a down spiral like he does, do mediocre this year. Look at his age and everything else that would play into that more than say a video game cover.
4: And I mean, and and the way that he trains and conditions himself. I mean, unless something freak happens, like what happened to him in two thousand eight when he tore his ACL, I, I really don't see it hitting him. To be honest.
3: Yeah, that's the same thing with Gronkowski too, though, because didn't Gronkowski have a pre-existing injury that re-injured? Wasn't that his main issue hurting, there? He's been hurt
5: every year. Gronk's, Gronk's thing wasn't a new thing. He was just always banged up his back, his knee, his hand and wrist. He was always playing hurt. Almost from the first year, he uh, he started playing for the Patriots. So, yeah, that. but but to get on the camera and uh, break a mirror and then walk under a ladder, I don't know if you want to tempt fate that much. Did you yeah, guys I mean, uh, that that video he did?
4: I saw that. He posted it on hmm. his Instagram, if you
2: guys haven't seen it. Yeah, Doing I what?
5: Everything for bad luck in one video. He was oh, I see. Okay. trying to say that Madden curse and then he broke a mirror and then he took a ladder and he walked underneath and he said everything's fine. So, Did he- <laughs> Kind of like that, yeah. I mean, if you believe in that kind of stuff or you believe in karma or, you, or kind of, I, I don't know. I think Roger Goodell put him on the cover on purpose so he could get rid of him finally. <laughs> nice, oh,
0: boy. You guys have the free
5: drag uh, effect too. And I know some of you might not be pro football or American football fans, but man, that, that handoff of the trophy and just the way if you do that in slow motion you still that, or you look at that really closely and you can go on YouTube. I know people have broken it down. Wow. It was, it was pretty much like you didn't even have to say F you to his face, but he pretty much said F you to his face after they took the trophy. It's like, we're done with you. Now you can get out of here. You yeah, know? it was, it was pretty good.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was really fun to watch. Actually,
5: awesome. yeah, Robert Kraft even said, you know, not that not to labor the point, but Robert Kraft. Remember, he said we've had a lot of them that have been sweet, and he goes, but this one here is the sweetest. Now everybody knew what he was saying and who he was talking yeah. about. There was no doubt.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just, I just like the slow as the Falcons started to lose the lead. There, I just like oh the it, Roger Goodell's face the whole time. Just like no. No, this isn't happening. This no, can't be happening. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the like slow mental breakdown in the second half was just it was fantastic to watch. I'm not even a New England fan and I I thoroughly enjoyed that.
5: My wife is and I she was going to go to sleep and I said they they have a chance. I didn't know for a fact, but I was like they might have a chance of winning. I go I don't I don't think that they're out of it and then it started to happen and started to happen and it was it was the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life it's it's incredible I've seen all of them through the NFL network that one is by far the absolute best uh and he is the greatest quarterback of all time and maybe he will be the guy to break the curse if anybody could do it
0: oh and
4: I was just and I am a New England fan and that was so satisfying when Goodell had to hand that trophy over man I can't even tell you <laughs> man
0: I I am mean, I'm, I'm one of those people who I really don't care for Brady, but if, if he breaks this curse, i will admit it, greatest of all time. Like I, I can't like, deny I mean,
2: it. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the greatest of all time is the guy in the wheelchair in Glee. So oh. <sighs> when when Tom Brady sits down <laughs> it sits down in a chair and sings a song while playing American football, then we'll talk.
3: I, I I actually believe he could probably do it. That's the sad thing. Yeah,
5: absolutely, I will tell you, dude. As far as this game, though, real quick, I I, I hope every year they say Madden's going to be the best, and it's going. It's hard not to be the best one. It's the only damn game that, they, that that's licensed to play football. Uh, but yeah, they did with this Frostbite engine from FIFA and all the stuff they're going to offer. I hope they don't take Draft Champions away. And I don't. I, if you don't know what Draft Champions is, basically every 24 hours, you can draft a brand new team. And it's just a very, it's like playing fantasy football, but you're playing against somebody or you're playing against the computer. And it's, it's really a great way to, to, for replayability. So you don't have to go into a full franchise or season mode or anything like that. But I'm still kind of upset that 2K didn't bid higher to keep the license because NFL 2K5 is still my favorite football game of all time. And I don't know if you guys have played that game for the original xbox it's it's pretty awesome they still keep up with the rosters it's called nfl2k5forever.com they still keep up with the rosters up until this day that you can load onto there and get the players of current of, of the current seasons
2: can i say that's really weird because in the for in the soccer football world it's considered that pez 2005 is the best football is the best football soccer game i've played it's that. Weird that they're both in the same year.
5: Yeah, I've played that game, too, and that's an amazing soccer game, the physics and, and just the stuff. I would say this. The, the, uh, I don't know EA. I, I think they bought the ESPN license, too, or the ESPN presentation, and yet they never used it. Like the NFL 2K5, if you look at it on YouTube, ESPN presentation, and just the fact, and football fans out there will know this, when I challenge in Madden, sometimes I have no absolutely no idea what I'm challenging. It might be between the, the spot of the ball, a catch, a touchdown, whatever. On ESPN or on the NFL 2K5, on, on the 2K game, you have a list of stuff you can challenge. And sometimes multiple items are highlighted to challenge, which makes it even more fun because you're like, well, what what I have the best chance of winning in the challenge? And also even the sound. When the, when the referee – I know I'm splitting hairs, but they, this is how much Madden I've played uh, – when the referee comes back and says the call is uh, confirmed or upheld or overturned or reversed, you can't even hear it in that. But on the, a game 12 years old, the audio is better on the ref's call than it is on a game that's 12 years more recent.
3: Yeah, it's,
4: it's absolutely true.
3: Well, that's the thing, too, with a lot of the, like, sports styles, because I play a lot of Madden. It's one of my favorite sports franchises to play, and the one thing that irks me a little bit is there's small things they don't change year to year. Like, they make the big changes, and, like, they say there's going to be big changes this year, but there's just, like, the small details that are really immersive like that that you just don't get, and I miss... When 2K was making football games too, like I feel with the sports games, if you have two different companies making sports games every year, you have competition and they want to compete with each other to make the most immersive sports game. And when there's competition, it's better. And I feel like there's certain things Madden overlooks because there is no competition for
5: them. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing they took out of the game, and I don't know if you noticed this. Uh used to have bone crunching hits. You would hear sounds when guys would hit each other. They took those away. I mean, I only think they took them out last year, they took them away in an update this season. And I don't know if it has something to do with the concussions or anything like that, but do you notice now that every time, even on a big head, it's completely muted? Or before it would be yeah, like, you do
3: Yeah, you, you don't get that satisfactory you know, sound
4: anymore. It's disappointing. You know, and I think you're absolutely right. I think it has to do with the whole concussion
5: thing. They kind of, like you said, they need, they need to look at different things. The NFL and EA. Instead of just taking the, fix the concussion problem, don't take the sound of a concussion out of a game. That doesn't fix anything.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to another topic, uh, another interesting one actually. So Injustice Two is dropping tonight. Uh, and I know a good bunch of us here are all comics fans uh, to an extent. Uh, so Injustice Two uh, is you're know, following the the fighting game from what was it 2010 2011. I forget what year it was originally, but um, it, it following that game, they're finally getting a sequel to it. I'm not a big fighting game guy, uh, but this is a pretty good intro one, I guess. Like, I play the first one. And I was like, okay, I, I get the basics. I can do the I can do the combos. I can like you know get a couple good hits in, and it was it was pretty good time. Uh, it was fun because you got to see a bunch of DC characters, of coming back and having a good time, and just like it was fun, and. Now we're doing a sequel, and now we have all these new characters coming into it, and like people I didn't expect ever to see come into it. Like Swamp Thing <laughs> is going to be in on this, so I kind of want to get everyone's kind of impressions on it. Like who's who's uh, who's committing to Injustice Two? Um, if you have any remote interest in it, uh, just kind of what the general vibe was here.
2: It's interesting you mentioned Swamp Thing. I'm not a massive Injustice player. I played the first one because it was on PS Plus, I think last Christmas or the Christmas before that. Uh, And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the story. I thought it was a really, really well-told story, even though it's really quite complicated. Uh, The thing about Swamp Thing, a friend of mine who is a massive fighting games guy, he said the addition of a ranged grappler has entirely changed the idea of competitive play. Those are his words, and I'm just wondering if anyone else can elaborate on that, because I can't.
0: Um, I mean, the whole thing about having a grappler in a fighting game is namely just that it's, it creates this sense of dread because you know, you can't get close to a hit because when he grabs you, he's going to, he's going to really get at you. They got a good chunk of your health, but I mean, that's, that's going to be concerning <laughs> on, a, on a technical level, mm-hmm. but more just terms, just like general fandom who here is excited.
4: I, I'm, I'm totally excited for it. Um, my mains are probably going to be Batman and Swamp Thing. And one of the things I'm really looking forward to is just the story. Nether NetherRealm does such a good job with the story modes and just the overall package in their fighting games. Like, even if you look back to when they rebooted Mortal Kombat and Injustice and Mortal Kombat X, they just give you a total package. You get a story mode. You get a... Um, a challenge tower mode, you get the traditional arcade tower, online, training mode. They just give you the total package, and I, I think it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Nick, what are you doing?
3: Uh, I, I If I could afford the game right now, I would totally get it, but I, I've got other games that are taking priority. This is probably something I'll pick up when it gets cheaper. If that transmutation from Bethesda Softworks ever works and I get Prey, then I might pick it up after that.
0: Oh, uh, man, that was a funny picture, though. <laughs> it's <was> just- <laughs> it actually
3: really funny because I came up with the idea initially, and then I was talking to my wife about it, and my wife just kind of made it. 10 times better than it actually would have been. Like I was just going to do the game cases and she was like, Oh, but we've got all these glasses and flasks and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay,
0: cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was cool. All right. What about you, Stevie? I I know you're a big DC fan.
5: Well, I'm a big uh, I'm a well, I'm a big fan of the DC TV shows. I'll be more specific with that. Uh but no, I played injustice, same thing. I got it on PS Plus when it was when it was part of the two games per free with the with the membership. I'll probably wait for this one to drop to maybe 20. But one thing I really do love that that there's some YouTuber and might be multiple ones that do it. Uh, but every time a game comes out, like the last one I really watched was Batman Arkham Knight. There's people that that actually edit these, uh, these dialogue and intro interactions and in the story mode into a full-length movie. So I can just sit there and watch, like I watched Batman Arkham Knight, I think it was an hour and a half, two hours long, and just watched it like an animated movie. And, and that'd be something that would, uh, it would spoil the game a little bit, but if you're, if you're really interested in story mode, there'll be no time after this game is released that someone will put up the full-length feature movie with it all edited together that you can watch from beginning to end. I think that's got to give them props for doing that kind of work.
2: I'm sure it's not easy. Oh, yeah. The weird thing is for me that I saw, I saw Egan doing that uh, for, for a couple games. What's that? Yeah, sorry, I mean, sorry. No one knows what Egan is. Sorry that that's <laughs> that, that's what I call AGN. Oh, uh, uh, I know. Oh, there uh, we go. There uh, we go. Yeah, yeah. For funny, yeah.
5: Googling like it was a yeah, like G-I-N-E or some.
0: <laughs> <Like that. laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of excited. Like I, I kind of. This is the one fighting game other than like Smash Bros, which I really just kind of got into. Like it, it really is just. It's a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. And it just, it's, it's just something different that it just you can you can relate to characters you can have a good time you can you can enjoy yourself but at the same time like it's not punishing you for not being the best fi- at fighting games That's yeah I-, I'd
3: say, I i agree with you on that one like i find like Like, I enjoy fighting games. I did martial arts for, like, 17 years, so fighting games are a lot of fun for me, but I I, I need them to be a very casual experience. I'm not good at, you know, chaining together, like, eight-hit combos and things like that. I am very casual in my fighting games. I'll play the story mode, and then I'll go online, get kicked, like, 20, 30 times, and then go, yeah, you know what, I've had enough of this. (laughs)
4: yeah yeah i'm the same way
3: i'm not the kind of guy to be like judging where the hit boxes
4: are and counting frames or armor or anything like that one thing that i think is cool about injustice too is that i feel like compared to the first one there's more obscure characters in it that may not be familiar to everybody like myself that's more of a casual observer of comics so characters like starfire or captain cold or other characters of the like i find myself like Looking up information about like who these characters actually are, and it's pretty cool because I don't know who they are, and it's going to introduce a lot of new
0: people to these characters. yeah, I'm gonna have to give you a crash course on a lot of this stuff.
2: <laughs> Captain Cold is that dude from prison break, right? yeah, yes. yeah yeah
5: by the way who who else wishes that they would have had continu- continuity continuity uh, and had the same actors from the TV shows playing the actors in the movie? Like the Flash on TV show, Grant Gustin playing the Flash in the Justice League movie. I thought it would have been a great thing that's never been done if they actually were able to merge those.
2: I feel like they should be making that movie. Mm.
5: <laughs> Shouldn't? No. Oh, well, they're trying to play catch-up. I, unfortunately, what they're trying to do is they're trying to... How many, however many years of my that's a good segue for what, we yeah. were, what was in the show <laughs> notes but however many movies marvel had just setting up infinity war and or even just setting up the avengers yeah trying to do it in in one move a one movie segue into the team up
2: they had four years and i think i want to say five or six films and they tried to do it in two uh we've talked on this show at length about why the dc extended universe is fundamentally broken
0: yes literally
2: its fundamentals are broken yeah
5: Yeah, i i they they, i agree with you i agree with you just because if you look at what dc is doing in the tv universe they're doing everything right slow builds i mean besides arrow season four but they did the slow builds of everything and the the crossovers that that people are anticipating they've done that if they did the extended universe like they did the tv universe i think they would be neck and neck with marvel right now
0: oh yeah like this, this is the thing that always freaks me out about dc in particular as is compared to marvel where dc's one major strength is how in touch they are with everything else the animated universe has always been good. The TV shows have always been good. Video games, comics, all that stuff has been good. It's just that one wing of the movies, which is kind of like,
2: eh, which should be, be the key. It should be the cornerstone of their entire thing.
0: It is just that's the one thing that always irks me. Is like it's just the one thing you should have, you don't, and it it's always going to frustrate me going going forward. I I just know it's going to, and I just. I don't I don't know what to say about it. It just it's I feel like I wish that they could restart in a way and just have that complete synergy. Like um like with the Marvel movies, like they're they're really kind of tiptoeing around like oh the Netflix television stuff. We're not really gonna talk about that ever. And it's like, why not? <laughs> like it's they're they're kind of avoiding TV and DC's doing the same thing, but they're keeping a separate universe. But it it feels like Marvel's doing the same thing, where it's a separate universe entirely because they never bring it up.
5: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think that if they did a reset or if they rebooted it again, it's it, it takes years to really get get that going again. When they committed to Ben Affleck and all the and Henry Cavell and everybody else, they just got to follow through with it. And it's just got it has to be good movies. Uh, now Marvel or DC, I mean. I think they're, they're taking a little bit of a lazy approach because the multiverse, no pun intended, it seems to explain everything away, if you notice that. So what they're saying, in, in essence, I've seen an interview where they said, oh, well, the Flash that's in you know, the, the, the extended universe in the movies is in another uh, part of the multiverse, another Earth. And this one here, like the Batman that might show up on Arrow, possibly, because they, they keep talking about, they keep putting Easter eggs in there. That could be another Earth. I mean, that's just, in my opinion, that's just a lazy way to say there's no continuity.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, if they, the moment they announce Crisis is the moment we know that they run out of ideas.
5: Oh, yeah. Infinite Crisis?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
5: That's a good point.
0: Yeah. It, it's just going to be, it's going to be weird. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I want them to do well, though. That's the thing that kills me about it. Is like, I want, I want DC to get their act together when it comes to this stuff, but I mean, it's what my fear is though is that it's like it's toxic. Like I just watched Killing Joke and it was just disgusting.
5: Oh, that ending well, was, was, was awful. First was disgusting. My
0: God, I just uh, what was it like? Uh, the, the first, the first egregious thing was Batman and Barbara getting together. I was like. <laughs>
2: Getting together when she's half naked and he's not on a on a rooftop.
0: Yeah, and and then the fact that like Joker's not even—I timed it. Joker is not mentioned one time for 28 minutes and 42 seconds into the runtime. It's like this is killing joke. <laughs> it's all about Joker, and you haven't mentioned him yet. Just, oh my god, that that was so depressing. And like, I I'm not. I can't trust DC to do it right anymore with the animated stuff. That's the one thing in it I just my fear is it's leaking over into the the, the stuff that's good about the DC franchise. That's that's my fear really. I just yeah. <laughs>
5: Well, if you want to watch that off, watch the Batman Arkham Knight cutscenes on YouTube. Look that up, and you can see the longest one. And that plays out like a better movie than The Killing Joke. It really does. It, the the cutscenes for these games, when you string them together, actually have more story and the more continuity, continuity than, than you've seen from DC
2: and other realms. I loved Batman Arkham Knight. Can, can we do a one-hour special next week about Batman Arkham Knight? Uh, I'm still mad at Arkham Knight for lying. <laughs>
0: just what was it It was the thing about arkham knight which really pissed me off was that it was like i the game's fine <laughs> it's just i have this internal grudge over it because they what was it when everybody was asking is that is that jason todd i mean it looks it, it could be arkham knight it could be jason todd and they basically responded like no 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 like <laughs> it's not jason todd it's not red hood it's someone completely new and i was like oh awesome so it's, it's somebody completely new and so I wouldn't, because um, my, my brother was a really is a really big Batman fan when it comes to the Arkham series. And so he was like, he had all these fan theories. He had like the, the red string connecting all the pictures on the wall. And he was going all over this stuff. And he was just talking about all this crazy stuff. Like, oh, it could be Amadeus Arkham possessing the body of somebody else who's doing this thing. And he doesn't like Batman because Batman ruined his name because all the games are named Arkham.
2: <laughs> yeah, but 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 here's the thing, mate. About about the about the Arkham Knight. Who else could it have been? It yeah. couldn't have been anyone else. It, 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 you know what? If he had took his head off and gone oh, it's Superman. That would have been a surprise. But there's, <laughs> there's, there's no one else it could have been. Uh, yeah.
0: but it's, I don't know. If you're gonna tell everybody it's somebody different, like <laughs> don't don't we'll jerk them well, around. They weren't well, well, lying. Company.
3: Imagine how this company felt when they're like, oh, we've come up with this really clever plot twist. And then instantly in the forums, four months before the game's release, they're like, it's Jason Todd. And they're like, no, uh, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, they said originally, if I was looking at a bunch of articles where they said originally it was supposed to be Jason Todd. And they just it's, it's the swerve for the sake of doing a swerve. And if you're wrestling fans, then you understand why that can be a really bad thing too.
2: I think they how did it. The Sorry, man.
5: Okay, that's all I was going to say.
2: I think, uh, it, I think, it, I reckon the original idea was to have the Red Hood and they would call it Ark- Arkham Knight under the Red Hood or something like that. And then people would have Googled what the Red Hood was and then everyone would have known. So they just wanted to call it something different. They wanted the Red Hood storyline, but they didn't want to call it the Red Hood.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a side thing. <laughs> that's a pretty big rabbit hole, but.
2: But speaking of superhero films.
0: yes, speaking of superhero films. So the age of... Well, was it the time of superhero films is upon us once more. We had Guardians come out last week. or actually two weeks ago. And now we're about to start all the superhero movies all over again. Uh, So next month it's Wonder Woman and then it's going to be Spider-Man in July and then it's going to be something else. (laughs) And then we end the year with Thor. So... Briefly, out of this little stint here, which superhero movie that is currently announced are you looking the most forward to? defense. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> what about the rest of you guys?
4: I mean, for me, definitely Spider-Man: Homecoming. Also, I don't know if you're going to count this, since I'm a huge fan of Venom. That Venom movie in 2018, I. I can't wait for that. The, that I'll see in the theater, and I normally don't see movies when they come out in the theater. That I'm going to see when it comes out, as soon as it comes out.
3: Yeah, man,
0: it's gonna be fun. What are you undead? Dead? What you think about?
3: I don't know. I'm kind of getting burnt out on the superhero movies lately. Um, I'm probably the probably the one I'll go see in theaters will probably be Wonder Woman, and. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be my most anticipated, except for Spider-Man: Homecoming, because my wife's a huge Spider-Man fan. Except for the Amazing Spider-Man series, which she thinks is an abomination and should never have happened.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that smirk, Steve? What was that? <laughs> what are you thinking?
5: No, I just think uh, we're in, we're we're in such a an amazing time. We grew up waiting for these movies. You know, we all, I guess, are at a certain age where when we were kids, we were hoping that we, we, we I had to suffer through the Batman 66. Uh, I was lucky enough to see the Michael Keaton Batman, but then I was also unlucky enough to see, the, you know, the, the, um,
2: Joel Schumacher, it,
5: Joel Schumacher. Yeah, see, Everybody knows, uh, the Joel Schumacher oh. Batmans, which P- I love when people say those weren't that bad. Give me a break. Oh, so is a
0: national treasure.
5: Yeah, exactly. Well, he said he didn't mean to make the movie that. Well, we all know what it was, what, what kind of movie it seemed like. am <laughs> not going to say it, but, um, you know, and then the, the, the best trilogy probably ever in superhero movies would be the Nolan trilogy. When you agree with Dark Knight probably being the tightest superhero movie, I, that's my, that's probably the, in my, in my opinion, that's the best movie ever made ever is the Dark Knight. There's very few halls in that movie. It's got a bad ending. well i like all right i i will say this and this is where my wife just tells me i'm morbid but i like the fact that there wasn't a happy ending i didn't know there was going to be a dark Knight rises i assumed there would be a third movie but i just liked it because in 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 real life there aren't always happy endings and things do get twisted and he ended up did sacrifice himself for the greater good and you know, it left it open for the third, you know, one which kind of like went off on a left turn. But no, the Dark Knight, I just felt like at least if Heath Ledger lived again, maybe that trilogy would have had him with the big, you know, the the ending, the big showdown between those two. But no, no, I I feel like that trilogy and then we're talking about even just getting a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's, and, you know, even the third one. I just feel like and I'm going off on a tangent that, that we dreamed of these movies. And now, like, we're, we're picking them apart because we got the Batman versus Superman movie. God, it wasn't the one I was hoping for, but it sure as hell resembled Dark Knight Returns Part 2. So I was pretty happy, at least, with that. And it's just an amazing time to get these movies pretty much twice a year at this rate. And it's, it's just awesome. I'm looking forward to the Thor movie because I feel like the Thor movie... Well, really because I wasn't crazy about the the dark world or any of that stuff. I, I really feel like this one's going to capture uh, the comics more than all the other ones. Oh man! And people I've, tell I've, me I I've, look I've, like them, so pick. I, I <laughs> guess I don't.
2: Because I, I would I would like to say the Captain Underpants thing was a joke. Just just want to make that perfectly clear. I know my British serious. humor sometimes doesn't get off on everyone. Uh, the uh, the if uh, you said Stevie said Thor. I'm gonna say Blade Runner. Oh, that's a good one. I know it's not technically a superhero film, but I think it's a big enough blockbuster in the same demographic that we're thinking. It just looks great. And I just it, it's weird that the, the, there are sequels coming out to two of my favorite films, Blade Runner and Alien, both in the same year, and they both might be really good. It's a yeah. it's a weird place to be in.
5: I think one has a better chance of being good than the other. You can figure out which one. <laughs> hey, I, I, I,
2: I really liked alien.
5: I liked alien. I didn't know about Prometheus. I wasn't so sure about that. To me, I feel like you now this is a little bit of conspiracy theorist to me. I feel like something like that with that so much detail. And Ridley Scott has actually said that somewhat of that is based on information that he already, I don't know. He might be just speaking just to raise interest, but He had said that that's information that he actually put in there as you know, there's some truth to some of that stuff, and there's people that believe in those theories, so that could be in our way of looking at it going into watching the movie.
2: I never, I never believe when people, when when sequels come out and people go, oh, it's made the original terrible. I I think that's a terrible outlook (laughs) on life if if that if that's like the biggest problem you have with films, Um, but I do think that Covenant has retroactively improved the quality of Prometheus in terms of its characters, at least mm-hmm. but anyway, that's probably, my opinion.
5: Yeah, they did. I think for movies like Blade Runner and uh, alien, it'd be great if, you know, you can give somebody a two for one thing where they can actually watch you guys know, Blade Runners. My God, how many decades has it been since that movie? You know, it'd be great to be able
2: to say 35 years,
5: watch Blade Runner and then go right into the new Blade Runner or watch Uh, Prometheus and then go right in. It's a long viewing, but it's a hell of a value if you offer a ticket for two movies and then people can really get caught up on that stuff.
2: Oh, I reckon
3: it's would- actually funny. You mentioned that actually my local drive-in theater. I know that's throwing it back a bit actually does that is they'll play if there's a pre if it's a sequel to a movie, they'll play the movie before and you can get tickets to both. It's actually really wow. cool. They actually did. Uh, they did the Christopher Nolan or uh, the Nolan Batman trilogy actually is a whole viewing. I think it was a couple of weekends ago. They sold tickets. It was like 15 bucks. It was actually really cool. That's I'm kind amazing. of interested to see if they'll do that with Blade Runner or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: well here's the thing with Blade Runner if they want to do it properly they'll have to show show the same movie four or five different times with different cuts
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh,
5: yeah. Oh,
0: man. all
5: right just about that. put it on Netflix
0: <laughs> yeah do it on Netflix See, that, that's actually something that, uh, that Marvel's been really kind of pushing about is like right before a big movie release they'll release like they like the most recent movies on Netflix
3: well, yeah, like, like uh, Guardians, uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy, Civil Guardians. War, all those are on Netflix now.
0: Yeah, because they realize that people want to see it right beforehand. It gets people excited. I mean, I, I wish more companies would do that. That'd be fun.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. They put Batman vs.
0: Superman available on Netflix like right before Wonder Woman comes out.
2: I feel like I should change my answer from something that, that is sort of more superhero-orientated, so I'm going to say Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what i'm going to change it again but no you know what, I'm, I'm not i'm kidding
3: i thought
5: you were going to say bridget Jones' diary the new one's coming out in 18. <laughs>
2: so, wait what so bridget jones's diary what yes is that not out in america yet the new Which one? one the third one
5: i don't know i don't know how many my wife is here somewhere i can ask her <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, man. Anyway, uh, we are rapidly approaching the end of this show, uh, but real quick, uh, we, we said we were going to do this before. Uh, we have a new segment we're going to be rolling into this show called Versus. Uh, it's kind of a new segment where it's a would you rather kind of question and for this week, uh, we gave the task uh, for kicking off the new franchise uh, event uh, with Nick. So, what is uh, a your a franchise Versus question? <laughs>
3: All right, so as anyone who follows me on Twitter knows, I've been playing the hell out of NBA Playgrounds on Xbox right now because a cartoony sports game is absolutely fantastic to play and really fun and really pisses me off that they can make nine-point shots in a basketball game, but that's besides the point. Um, my question is, would you rather have a like NFL Street-style game again or would you like to see another sport like – uh, soccer or hockey get a more cartoony take than your traditional like simulator game
0: oh so you're talking about like get like a new NFL or NBA street yeah or... like,
3: I'm talking more like NFL or uh, would you rather like another sport I was gonna narrow it down to like uh, uh, baseball or hockey but I figure I'd throw soccer in there because I know James is more of a...
2: at this point I would like to say that FIFA Street has had five different games already this is already a franchise
3: are you serious fifa yeah. street
2: fifa street fifa street fifa street two fifa street three fifa pro street and fifa street wow what yeah it's like playground in like a a, a cage yeah. no that's good fun
0: oh wow let's see if i if I had to pick i'd probably pick uh like a new street game i'd, I'd I don't know. I saw that about the, like the street series in general, like where it's just it's a little more fun. <laughs> like you're you're pulling off some different moves, like jumping off the wall or doing something like crazy like that. Like I, like the I'm not really big into sports games as much, but like NFL Street was like my favorite sports game. Like that was it. Like I remember playing on GameCube. I remember like on Christmas Eve waking up like at three in the morning and just playing that when I couldn't sleep. Yeah, that that was I would rather have a street game
4: yeah I would totally take NFL Street yeah NFL Street was great I played that on PS2 I had it on PSP also and i I put a lot of hours into that game and it was a lot of fun being able to th- throw pants behind your back and juke guys by jumping off the wall and everything it was, it was great
0: I would love to see that today <laughs> all right all right what about you, Steve? what you have to turn?
5: Oh, okay. Yep. I can't believe I, I, I got two NFL streets and nobody remembers blitz the original blitz game. Uh, I would like to see that come back uh, because not the second one because the first one, did you guys ever play that game? Yeah. All right. Did you ever get an injury on a player?
4: I probably, I, I don't, I don't remember, honestly.
5: Well, you'll you'll remember this part if you did. So you get an injured player, and then there's a it's just basically like just all the unethical, you know, shady stuff that goes on, and you assume in football. So basically, your player will get injured and he'll be out for three quarters. Well, you can get them general treatment and he'll be out through three quarters or you can pay this money and shoot him up with steroids and he'll be back in two plays
4: yes i remember that, that <laughs> but now i remember that
5: but that's just an example of how the original blitz was so i mean they can never release a game like that today with the way the nfl is like they would have guys like you know the, the guy would come back after you know after getting CTE and like try to blow up the stadium or something, they would just go off the fucking rails. With, excuse my language. They would go off the rails with everything in this game. But that's what it was considered back then. You know, you could just have a picture of a syringe and you choose that. And then the guy's right back on the field. And it's amazing. I mean, I didn't actually show him shooting steroids in the guy. But, you know, there's guys that actually do get shots in football to numb pain and do all that stuff. They get, they get shot up to. Basically, you know, numb the injury so they can play. So it's kind of realistic in a way, too.
0: Yeah. All right. I so so I think
5: steroids. So now I can I can talk about it all day long. I don't have to feel guilty. (laughs) You might not have. (laughs) You might not be able to have other wrestlers on here saying that so freely, but that's
2: okay. (laughs) I know we'll we'll find a we'll we'll find a guy who's a wrestler and a games journalist. (laughs) <laughs> wait there is one i actually know one who's it's that he's a guy called simon Ooh. miller Miller. simon miller <laughs>
5: oh, okay it kind of <laughs> sounds still like what i said
2: yeah he know he does games journalism but as a wrestler mm-hmm. like so he does like this like he'll put on the powerful voice and talk to people about why marcus phoenix is the greatest game character because of his muscles
5: Jeez. He sounds like something else besides a wrestler if he's admiring muscles.
2: Yeah, but he's also like a... <laughs>
5: <laughs> he sounds like your general independent wrestling fan. That's what I meant. What did you guys think I meant?
2: I see it. <laughs> no, but seriously, but he, he's getting into professional wrestling. I'll like, for tell real. Him,
5: tell him I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm sure I, he's a big boy. He can take it.
5: Yeah, I'm a big boy too and there's been days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, this has been a really great show. Thank you again so much Steve for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it, man. No problem. I I, I know when Mike when Mike sent you the invite I was like, ah, he'll probably never he'll probably never accept it, but it's we'll throw it out there. <laughs> so, and I just I was so surprised when you said yes. I was like, really? <laughs> wow. No, so, I yeah, just yeah, I, Thank yeah, you so I, much for showing up on, yeah. on the show. We really appreciate it. No, it's
5: no problem. My pleasure. If you guys ever need me back and I can and I can swing it, I'd be happy to come back. I just sometimes, like I said, I get up early for the gym and I go to bed fairly early. But you know, this is content and and stuff I love to talk about. So it's uh, you know, it's easy for me to to go back and forth with it.
0: All right, thank you very much. Uh, we'll do some quick outros for everybody. Uh, James, I know you gotta go to sleep. What's up?
2: Yeah, it's two a.m. Where can people here. find you? Uh, people can find me on the tweets at James underscore S. Wilson. People can find me on the Inner Circle website where I should be putting up more film reviews once everything sorted with everything. Um, people can find me just in and around the London area at gaming bars and gaming venues. All right. And we got Mike. Oh, and wait, sorry. And wait, if anyone wants to come and talk to me about iZombie, please do because it's really good. All
4: right. All right, and we got Mike. All right, guys. Once again, it's Mike from the Inner Circle. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode 53 of the Multiverse Show. Stevie, thank you so much for swinging by. You could find me on www.ticgn.com. Also on Twitter, Xbox, YouTube, PSN, whatever. Thank you guys for tuning in.
0: And Nick?
3: oh thanks for showing up everybody and uh yeah you can find me on basically all social media at undead 3xvi you can follow me on instagram and watch me try to get back into shape after all years of my laziness
0: if you want a good laugh and yeah that's about it all right and steve where can people find your channel
5: uh thanks for having me on the show guys appreciate it nick by the way if you need some workout stuff let me know i got some stuff i can send you
0: Oh, perfect. Not
3: a,
5: not a problem. But uh, you can follow me at BW Stevie on Twitter uh, at Stevie Richards on Instagram. Also. If you get a chance uh, to go to com, that'll mostly likely, it'll provide a link to the Patreon site. I believe that's the best value. And uh, for as little as $3 a month, you get full workout plans, calendars, all that stuff. If you go up to $5, which I feel is the best value, uh, you get to download the HD videos for free and for offline use and keeping forever. So it's just a $5 a month uh You know, supporter commitment and it's it's really good. And I answer emails. I do audio blog posts. I do instructional videos. I answer emails all the time. So it's not just here's your workout. Good luck. Don't kill yourself. I help you along the way. So and it's something new every month. So this month is actually high frequency training. Next month will also be that, but it'll be uh, less days per week. So it's a lot of different stuff that I'm experimenting with, too, and, you know, that way it's tested, and, and I know if it's good to pass along to the people that are supporting me. All right. Also, the tech channel, since that's what we're talking about, uh, you, you can just uh, look up Stevie Richards' technology. I just put up my uh, 2016 15-inch MacBook Pro review, and there's lots of other cool stuff up there that I that I think is interesting, and hopefully other people do,
0: too. All right. Thank you guys for showing up on the show. This is Anchorman V2. You can find me on Twitter, games uh, every every way imaginable, Anchorman V2, Xbox, PlayStation, Beam, Twitch, everything in existence. Uh, you can find me on there. Thank you guys for showing up. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And this has been episode 53 of
1: the Multiverse Show, the greatest show on Mondays. We are out.
2: Yippee.